Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Broad Judge. Hello, folks. The message is, you are called to be an evangelist. For the next few minutes, we are going to be talking about what God our Father has planned and prepared for you to enable you to fill the calling of an evangelist. First of all, get a piece of paper and a pen to record what the scriptures will come before you. And remember, you are instructed to test the information you hear to see if it aligns with the Word of God. This is how we become strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Jesus is our pattern for seeing what an evangelist says and does. In his early ministry, Jesus was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And Luke 4 records Jesus reading, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Are these words stirring in your heart, generating an overwhelming excitement? Let's look at four places in the book of John to see what Jesus had to say about his ability to complete this God-given task. The first place is John chapter 5, verse 19. And we read that Jesus was accused that he had made himself equal with God. Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself but he can do only what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son does also. The son can do nothing by himself. And the second place is John chapter 5, verse 30. Jesus says again, By myself I can do nothing, for I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. The third spot is John chapter 12, verse 49. Jesus says, For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. And the fourth spot is John 14, verse 10. Jesus says, The words I say to you I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Remember, Jesus did no great works until he was baptized in the Jordan River and filled with the Holy Spirit. The water baptism left Jesus totally soaking wet with water, covering his whole person. When he was baptized with the Holy Spirit, he was totally soaked in the Holy Spirit, totally wet in the presence of the Holy Spirit, every part of him. Now, Jesus said, what he heard his father say when he spoke John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. The communication link between Jesus and his father was achieved by two ways, prayer and the Holy Spirit. Today, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of his father on the throne, 
and the Holy Spirit has been poured out on all of us. Now, we have covered the basis, the foundation of an evangelist. He only speaks what he hears his Father say. Therefore, he only speaks the Word of God. The power of the Word of God is manifest or made real only when it is confidently spoken by a flesh and bone and blood person. The Word of God, when printed on pages and the book is lying on a shelf, has no power. But when spoken, it provides God something to confirm. He says in Jeremiah, For I am watching over my word to see and confirm it. Or another way of saying, I am ready to perform my word. We understand all this, but what does it have to do with you being an evangelist? The Apostle Paul, the great evangelist, had this to say. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 1. Paul says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. In Ephesians 5.1, Paul again says, follow God's example, therefore as dearly beloved children. And here's another idea. The Apostle Paul said in reference to our bodies, 1 Corinthians 6.19, do you not know that your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? And again, 1 Corinthians 3.16, Do you not know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in your midst? What did Jesus do to the temple? Well, he cleaned it out twice, getting it ready for God's Holy Spirit to live in you. That's an amazing thought. John chapter 2 shows us Jesus cleaning the temple at the beginning of his ministry. In the temple courts, he found men, found people selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. Matthew, Mark, and Luke recount the last Passover festive season when Jesus attended and he cleaned the temple again. Luke 19.45 says, When Jesus entered the temple courts, he began to drive out those who were selling. It is written, he said to them, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Have you got a picture of yourself as a clean temple filled with the Holy Spirit, the Shekinah glory of God, that same cloud of glory that prevented the Old Testament priests from serving in the new temple that Solomon built. The Holy Spirit resides in you now. Let's look at the instructions Jesus gives you today as an evangelist. In Acts 1, he says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Do you See yourself, do you feel filled with the power to sustain you in your witnessing? What about the instructions at the end of the book in Mark? Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick and they will get well. 
Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming his word by the signs that accompanied it. You are like Philip. In Acts chapter 6, Philip was one of seven guys hired to wait on tables and look after food distribution to widows. A pretty simple task. In Acts chapter 8, Philip went as an evangelist to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the good news to them. This is what the Bible says. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, they all paid close attention to what he said. For with shrieks, impure spirits came out of many, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. What about you? You are now fully equipped to share effectively this truth. Jesus the Christ, our Savior. Jesus the Messiah, our Healer. Jesus the Anointed One, the One who baptizes us with the Holy Spirit and fire. I believe I'm talking into the life of a man or a woman or a teenager right now who has a calling to be an evangelist. There is fire in your belly, just like Jeremiah. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 20, verse 9. This is Jeremiah talking. Sometimes I think I will make no more mention of his message. I will not speak as his messenger anymore. But when his message becomes like a fire locked up inside of me, burning in my heart and soul, I grow weary of trying to hold it in. I cannot contain it. The Apostle Paul had a similar situation. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, he says, For when I preach the gospel, I cannot boast since I am compelled to preach. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. Do you see yourself as an evangelist? Only speaking the word of God, sharing Jesus, imitating Jesus. Your temple, your body is clean, and the Holy Spirit dwells within you. There is a fire burning inside, desiring to preach the good news. You have compassion to see people saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. If you're just starting out, what do you do? First, determine to be like Peter and step out of the boat. Do something unusual. Yes, you may flounder and sink a bit when the storms come, but you can reach out and grab hold of that nail-pierced hand of Jesus, the very one who called you. He won't let you sink. He will help you learn to have greater faith. Don't be afraid to do the unusual. Don't be afraid to experience a bit of embarrassment, especially when you're doing the will of your Father who is in heaven. Start serving as an apprentice. I served as one. It was great working with an experienced tradesman who would show me the proper way to repair equipment. Read about Elijah and Elisha. Read about the twelve that Jesus sent out in Matthew chapter 10. Read about the seventy sent out in Luke chapter 10. Let faith arise in you as you read these stories aloud to yourself. They are words of life to your spirit when you hear yourself read them. Align yourself with an evangelist. Financially support them. Learn from them. Help them 
and you will grow from the experience. Every church needs to have an evangelist to help in maturing the saints. You may be the one in your church. Jesus has assured you that you are fully equipped and supported in your work. Now go, step out of the boat, be the evangelist in your area. Open your eyes, you will see Jesus reaching out his hand to help you. What an awesome word we just heard from, from Elder George. And we thank God for, for you, George. God bless you. And if you heard this message today, you are called to be an evangelist. There's a call of God on your life. And maybe you're listening today and you're wondering, I don't even know what an evangelist is. I don't even know what being a Christian is, first of all. Never mind being an evangelist. I want to give you an opportunity to know Jesus today. That's the beginning step. And then you're going to discover the great things God has for you. Just like you heard from the message that Elder George preached, that you're called to share this gospel. But if you want to receive Jesus today, this is your opportunity. All you need to do, wherever you are, is just say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I confess my sins to you. Wash me clean. Let me be yours. I welcome you, my heart. My life will never remain the same. In Jesus' name. If you said that prayer, you're a child of God. And now you begin to work out the purposes and plans that God has for you. So get involved with the Bible-believing church. Write to us. We have some resources we'd love to send you. And remember, you are called to spread this gospel. You are indeed called to evangelize. God bless you. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.